This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes! It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! Jack Fritz, the Phillies dominated at home again. I have no voice. I but Jack knows I actually couldn't talk this morning. I texted Jack at one point, panicked, saying we might not be able to do a pod tonight. We might not be able to do the post game show tomorrow from the WIP booth at the stadium, which we're going to be doing. I couldn't talk, and yet my voice is here somehow not the best i apologize but it is here jack fritz you know why because the freaking philly showed up and if they're gonna show up like that we're gonna freaking show up because what a magical team what a magical run freaking uh, like again it's this big park jack fritz what is happening what dream world are we living in is this real buddy I'm not sure. I uh, cannot confirm or deny if this is in fact real. Um, but I do know this, is that our baseball team is one bleeping win away from the world freaking series, man. Mm-hmm. I, like, just think about saying that sentence and, and not being mocked and not being made fun of and not being thought of as a clown. The Phillies are one win away from the World Series. And, and, and to do it in that fashion, James, to do it the way that they did it, going down early, 4 nothing, and then almost like automatically coming back. Um, they come back. You and I are live at a wedding. Um, <laughs> shout out to Matt Pataglia. Uh, congratulations on, on, on getting married. Very, very proud of you. Um, you know, showed a, a lack of faith, I would say. In the Phillies, um, he did not think that they would make it this far, and and, and that shows, you know, a little a little disappointment in battle. But because uh, we totally thought they were going to make it here, yes. obviously, yes, never, never a doubt. But here we are, and like, dude, <laughs> there was at no point tonight that I thought they were going to lose. I even like, you said it at the wedding. You said it at the wedding. I will. I can be Jack Fritz's. Like uh, you know, verifier here, his his uh, his witness, Jack Fritz, when they went down for nothing at the wedding, turned to me and said point blank, they are not losing this game. They're not losing to Mike Clevenger. I'm telling you, quote unquote. Yeah. Well, Mike Clevenger, I don't think he lasted an out. Actually, I don't think he made it one batter or or, or uh, uh, one out into the game before he was already out. Whatever, do not care. Um, but what you saw tonight is everything that we've seen for the last couple of months and my, a minor blip in September. But what you saw tonight was what this team has done in the playoffs and, and what they continue to show us, which is special. This is a special freaking baseball team, James. We have a special baseball team on our hands that at the correct moment, 
at, at the moment where they need to be at their best, they are fulfilling every single <clears throat> achievement that we were looking for. They were looking for like, like they were a team that was built on offense. And tonight you had two homers from Reese. You had an absolute shore bomb. You have Bryce Harper, who is just taking over this series. Like it's not, I, I don't, I don't want what Bryce Harper is doing right now to be lost in, 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 in every, all the hoopla surrounding this baseball team. Bryce Harper is unfreaking believable, man. That guy who we paid $330 million for, who we brought to Philadelphia, John Middleton got him here, and we had to hear for years, oh, well, the Nationals won without him, or the guy never won a playoff series. I have never, and this is this is including Utley in 09. This is including Utley in 09. I have never seen a great Philly dominate the playoffs the way that Bryce Harper is dominate dominating the playoffs right now. This is insane. This doesn't happen all the time. And I am so proud that that is our guy. And I'm so damn proud of this baseball team, James. I am so freaking proud. Yeah, dude. And, and to the Harper point, I mean, the fact that from the moment he got here, he embraced this city and has just talked about wanting to win in Philly and what it means for Philly. And even when he's getting asked by Rosenthal in these dugout interviews, he's just like, do you see this here? Like, this is amazing. I can't believe I'm doing this in Philadelphia. I guarantee you Bryce Harper goes tonight. It goes to bed every night and says, thank freaking God. I signed in Philadelphia because this is what I always wanted, wanted my career to be. And, and to your point for him, the best player on the team, one of the best players in the sport, the, the most popular player in the sport or one of them, all that stuff to step up now, like he's doing, especially considering the end of the season, Jack, like we were almost resigned to the fact that, that we weren't going to see this guy, right? Like we were like, all right, you know, Hopefully he can figure out how to hit some singles and doubles by the time the playoffs start. And he's not just going to be a disaster like he was when he came back from the injury. And, and it all clicked at the perfect time. And to your point, like tonight we saw the Phillies team that we talked about. The best lineup in baseball runs and runs and runs. It doesn't matter what the pitching does. It doesn't matter what the defense does because these guys are going to come through when it matters and the moments, I mean, the JT Homer with the fanatic on the dugout, like Jack, like this is all stuff where it's like it, it again, you know, we keep coming back to that word, but it feels magical. What we're watching, the moments, the images, the storylines, the narratives, like it just feels special, man. Like, are you so losing special. your voice again? Are yes, you I losing am, your dude. voice I'm, again? I'm powering through, buddy. Powering through. <laughs> I mean, for, you're, for you're going to have to carry this one more than me, my friend, for all the dog in the, in the chest that the Phil showed today, I think Seltzer is, is showing as much dog in his chest. Oh, by the way, just, forgot. Shout out yep, to Miller Lights. There Phil's it wins. is. There Miller Lights for Phil's wins. Never a doubt. Um, um, it is, you know, <laughs> again, one of those speechless moments. Um, but for a, a series that has had so many like little moments, Am I insane to say the moment like 
the true moment that I felt like the Phillies were one went away, went away from the World Series and also like probably going to go to the World Series. Probably going to go to the World Series. Like, I'm not one to get ahead of myself, but like probably going to go to the World Series. I mean, probably going to clinch tomorrow if we're, you know, for being like completely how the, honest with ourselves. Real, before I get to my point, like how the hell do the Padres come in tomorrow and win a baseball game? Dude, they I mean, want nothing to do with tomorrow. They want nothing to do with stepping in that stadium. I guarantee it. It is going to be like a a, a madhouse tomorrow yes. in that place. Yes. Well, and especially with you and I there. I mean, the oh, Phils don't buddy. lose clinchers. The Phils don't lose clinchers with you and I in the house. I mean, it's the way it just, happens. Yeah. Uh, some say we're undefeated. But the moment that I was sitting there saying this might be real is the Castiano single up the middle that bounces <laughs> off the bag. I mean, that ball. Yes, never. Bouncing never. off the bag and and going into center field. It's like. They're starting to catch those breaks, James. Like they're starting to catch those breaks that teams of destiny catch. And I I just can't believe it's this I team. I can't believe it's this team. You and I have talked so much on this podcast about seeing other teams with a team of destiny thing. We could sense the moment when our arch rivals, the Nationals or the Braves, we're going to win the World Series. Oh, no doubt. Or make the World Series. And there's been many a moments, you know, where it's like, I think they're going to make the World Series slash win the World Series. But for me, the Castellanos ball that hit off the bag, it was like, wow, this is real. This is, this is different. This doesn't happen to us. This whole thing, James, doesn't happen to us. But we are here. And and th- and I know like we did the whole gatekeeping thing a couple couple a uh, couple podcasts ago. Well, you did. Everyone jump on board. Thank you. Welcome. Everyone aboard. come on. And I saw people that don't care about baseball tooting about the Phils tonight. Get on our backs. Let's go win this damn thing. Why not us? I mean, why not us at this point? I mean, seriously, at this point, yeah. Why not us? God, what a time. What a hey, time. Dude, and and the at this point line is such a perfect way to put it because like I can't believe all the moments we've had. I can't believe all the things that have happened. Like from the gene hit to the Castellanos catch to the Reese Homer to the, you know, like just one after the JT inside the Parker, the the clincher there to the the Schwarber 488 foot monster to tonight like tonight having like six different moments to go down for nothing and get those runs back the Stott Stotty the Stott hit the freaking Reese second homer to tie it and then for Harper to get that hit and to be freaking losing his mind on second base and saying, this is my house and doing the Phillies thing and like representing like that for us, man. Like, again, it's, it's at this point, it's like, like put your hands up and just believe, man. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, this is like, this is the craziest magical run I've, I've ever seen. Like it's wild. Uh, Of all the, of all the moments, you just brought it up, man. Like, Mm-hmm. We've been waiting for that Bryce moment. That moment, and, dude. That was and, the moment we talked about when they signed him, dude. 
And I'm so glad it's I'm so glad it wasn't a homer. If that makes any sense, like him getting the second base, turning around to the dugout and giving that reaction. I, I, I legitimately almost started welling up on my couch. I really did. Like I was sitting there like, dude, that's our guy. And, and, and during this entire run, during this entire run, I feel like we haven't been talking enough about Bryce because it's just like, uh, he's so good that it's almost, it's almost like, well, that he's going to do this because that's what normally happens with your great players. This doesn't normally happen. Like it's not every day that your superstar just turns into a superstar on the biggest stage. But Bryce has just unlocked such a different level of, of batting and, and playing the game to where he is going out on the biggest stage and just taking over. I mean, he's taking over. He had the big hit in the first to make it 4-3, which is great. But that, that double in that moment, it's just you want to talk about special. You want to talk about things you're going to remember. Do I remember it specifically? Cause my, my, my TV was out <laughs> and my Wi-Fi was out. So I was on like, I was on the, I found a Wi-Fi thing to connect to so that I could watch the game. Yeah, I did. It was, you want to talk about stressful. Stressful is yeah, I like paying for cable. Mm-hmm. And it, it, for some reason tonight, it's like, Hey, you know what? I know you left that wedding early. Here's the karma for leaving the wedding early. You, you don't get to watch the fills. To finding a, a Wi-Fi stream out of nowhere, to, to being able to stream that moment and seeing Bryce come through, like, that's what we paid him for, man. That's what we paid him for. And I'm just telling you, we've seen so many stars. You know, they'll have a homer here. They'll have their, their little moment. But you rarely see them just dominate just dominate a playoff series and that's what our guy our guy is doing right now and that ball going to the wall and and him getting a second base and saying like that's my this is my bleeping city you want to you want to talk about yearbook moments you want to talk about just just sitting there welling up on your couch because we know how much this means to us that's it man and 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 i'm just so happy. I'm just yeah. I'm so happy. One more. Well, one more. One more, man. They're they're again. Let's start it. They're one win away from the World Series, Jack Fritz. One win. We like the World Series, man. The World Series, Jack. I know. We're, we're, we're gonna be doing IOPS pods about the World Series. Really? The Phillies. Like, really? I the honestly, Phillies. I honestly never believed it was gonna happen. Like I always like hoped, and like that was the whole thing, like high hopes and all that stuff. Like in my heart of hearts, I never, I, I never truly believed that this was actually going to happen. And now we're like, we're on the precipice of it. We could have it happen tomorrow at Citizens Bank Park. And and for Bryce to do it, like for him to have this series, for him to have this moment, like as my voice is, I'm so sorry. My voice is dying. So cooked, man. I'm, so going, I'm going as hard as I can. But again, like for, for him, especially Bryce, who, who, you know, is the best player in baseball or, or arguably like one of the best players in baseball was the MVP last year has won two MVPs is a surefire hall of famer, but it never had those moments. You know, he never got out of the first round before. And for him to get this opportunity, especially after struggling to end the season and coming off the injury and for him to like seize the moment like this, Jack, to your point, like you want to talk about greatness 
you want to talk about the best of the best doing it at the highest level in the most important spots. That's what's happening. You're seeing an all-time great, a Hall of Famer, a guy who, if he you know stays healthy into his later ages, has a chance to be like an inner circle Hall of Famer. And if this stuff right now is what's putting him in that pantheon, like these are the things like we always talk about, like you like, and, and look, I, I think Mike Trout's an amazing baseball player. He's, he's the, the best of a generation statistically, but, but you can't be an all time, all time. Great. One of the, the pantheon inner circle hall of famers without this stuff, without the moments in the, the when it matters the most, when the games, when it's the biggest of stages and Bryce right now is not just having a, a moment. He's having an all-time great postseason, man. He's batting like 450 or whatever. Like it's, it's, it's OPS is like 1,500 or something. Like yeah. it's, it's asinine. Like it's, it, again, to your point, like I don't remember many players having postseasons like this, much less the greatest of players. Like, what we're again, we, we've talked about this a lot, but what we're seeing right now is is not normal from star players. And it's these kind of things. And they're gonna they're probably gonna make the world series. <laughs> they are probably gonna make the world one series. win away. You're one win away from making the world series, and that with is Zach just, Wheeler on the hill at home tomorrow. Yes, with Seltzer and Fritz in oh attendance. God, dude. With Seltzer and Fritz in attendance. Like, fuck, I can't, like... <laughs> dude. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, dude. I know. I'm, like, cry. I'm, like, really... This is the closest You're I've close. ever come to cry. You're this close. is the closest Not I've there. ever come to crying on the high hope spot. Like, Not the closest there. I've ever come One more. One more. But, but Bryce Harper has exceeded our expectations. And, and that's insane, when you're talking about a guy that signed for $330 million <laughs> for 13 years, because like, I thought we were getting a really good player in Bryce. I thought we were getting like, this guy is going to be in the top 10 and this is in the top 10 MVP voting and whatever. First off, never thought he'd win an MVP. Cause I yeah, felt like, sure. Oh, like Tatis and Acuna and Soto are here. Like it's really hard for Bryce to win an MVP does that. And then it's like, now he's got to get it done in the playoffs. And it's like, Oh, I have to get it on the playoffs. Here's a 1500 OPS. Like, like I always, I always felt as if the um, Beltron's 04 was the most like dominant, or 05 uh, was the most dominant I've seen a, you know, opposing batter in a postseason. Mm -hmm. But what he's doing right now is is second level. It's 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 not. Again, I can't think of an all timer. Like Bonds did it, I guess. In o, That's in what, that was so. I was going to wait for you to be done, but like they didn't win. But Bonds in O two is this. Like that. That's the only one that pops right into my mind. I mean, it seems like pretty good company. I don't yeah, know. Like I would say so. It seems like pretty good company to have our guy in. Um, but in a night full of moments, I feel like Bryce having what he did tonight. It it just seals it. Unbelievable high level stuff from Bryce Harper. Yeah, and then and then you add in all the other guys. I mean, for Reese again, you know, the postseason he's had and obviously at the moment last time at CBP, but you know, really is has had so many struggles especially defensively the game last night that you know, missing that ball and and all that stuff and then for him to have the the two homers tonight, the tying one, the bat flip, the crowd 
Schwarbaum just kind of putting the icing on the cake. JT, even more icing on the cake. I mean, for and Castellanos, you know, I, look, we have, we have justifiably ripped this guy. He was really good tonight, man. And I know he had the, the weird hit, but he had some big hits tonight, yeah. too. Like, this is what we envisioned. You know, we had talked so much about early in the postseason being like, wow, like we trust the six through nine hitters more and all that. Like the only way this team is going to be its greatest version is if one through five is carrying them. And like one through five tonight was the best they've ever been. This is the <laughs> best we've ever seen it in the biggest game they've ever played together. Yeah. I mean, one through five is just is borderline hilarious tonight. Um we have Schwarber going big fly, him him leading off the game with a homer, him drawing a walk to to set up Reese, uh, who by the way had two homers tonight. Like he had there's not many times that our guys have two homers in a game. Nope. To where it's like it's, it's like, like Chase and Worth, I think, are like the only other ones. Uh and I think Howard had one in 08. I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure. Um, so, you know, like two home games in the playoffs don't happen very often, but, but Reese goes big fly twice. Um, you have JT like finally has that power stroke that, you know, we've been waiting for like JT, this team isn't in the playoffs if JT doesn't do what he does post Canada. Um, nope. post, he was the best player. He was the best player. We've talked about Schwarber as the MVP, but JT was their best player. Post Canada JT is just an animal. Um, and so he goes big fly tonight. You have Bryce with a big double after a big double. Um, they got the team going and 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 put this one out of reach. You have uh and then after that, like Castellanos played well. Like Castellanos did his job tonight. And he finally hit some balls with conviction. Mm -hmm. Very proud of him. Good job, buddy. Um, but I mean, one through five, like for the first two series of this postseason and through the first three games, it feels like, you know, one of the one through five would have a big game and, and mm -hmm. that'd be great. Um, but really, like how they've gotten so far is their pitching has been really good. Like the pitching has been the part that has really helped them. Wheeler, Nola, obviously, besides Nolan game two, but it's pretty much been you know, the, 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 the pitching staff that has carried them. And then one or two guys would have moments. And it's like, this is special besides Bryce just being unbelievable all the way through tonight. It was like, this is the team that we paid for. This is the team that John Milton went over the tax for. This is the team that he said, I'm going to get my bleep trophy back or die trying. Um, and he, he paid for it. And, and those guys went out and had a night. Um, and when you start talking about how the, you talk, the ceiling of this team and what they can be. And if this is real or not, like there's no team in baseball that is stopping them when one through five is doing what they did tonight. And it's almost like they took, they took being down for nothing early, almost personally. In a yep. way. They were like, you know, the Padres came back from in a game two. We're going to do it tonight. I we think they homer. thought about that, Jack. JT mentioned it after his homer when Rosen thought. Yeah, he mentioned he's like, uh, you know, last time they got the four nothing lead. This time it was a J it was either JT or, or Harper. After that, it was one of the. I think it was actually Harper when they were in the field. But either way, he's like, yeah, you know, they got the four nothing lead. Same thing happened in San Diego. You know, we wanted to get on them right away and like compared it to that, and it was it was that it was like the same formula. Yeah, and and they. You can't tell me that a, a team as prideful and as close as this team is didn't take four nothing as as a 
you know, uh, as a challenge. Um, and you know, they looked around Citizens Bank Park and they were like, we got 46,000 people here just waiting to go nuts. Let's give them something to go nuts about. Um, but it wasn't even that, James. You know, they went down 4 nothing early. They made it 4-3. It stayed there for a little bit. Um, they tied it up because Stadi just continues to do what Stadi does. What a stud. Um, dude. What a stud. I, I legitimately. I mean, as a, what was the last Phillies rookie who looked more comfortable in big moments? Like So I wasn't alive in 93, but Stalker? Yeah, probably. But even then, I mean. Like and Stocker was great in '93, but like the at bats that Stott has had in the playoffs, man, like uh, it's unbelievable. Like it is unbelievable to watch this kid work at bats, get big hits, come through in the big moment. Like I'm like blown away by him. Blown away. Yeah, I mean this. I don't know if I mean this actually facetiously at all. He's our Jeter, man. Like he, oh, he is, God. he is our Jeter. That that is big moments. Stotty's coming through. Like I just, Stottie. I love the kid, man. Yeah. I really do. You know, um, he is a high level, big game player. And like his average this whole year has just been not indicative of the player that we have seen. But um, you know, they go down, they don't, they, they make it 4-4, and then they almost immediately go down 6-4. And then to, to bounce back from 6-4 and then just pretty much take it out of reach, it's 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 ridiculous. I mean, for for a team that we have seen just kind of crumble and just say, ah, you know, we're good tonight. <laughs> there was they have taken on for all the things that Bryce has done amazing this this postseason from you know at the plate. Him, him in the clubhouse and in the dugout saying we ain't losing. That's probably the most important thing that has happened this offseason because you felt it watching that team tonight. They were like, we're not losing this game. And when a team starts believing like that, James, man, you have the mixture of of, of something special. Yeah. And it, it all comes back to, you know, they love each other and they play for each other. And there's like a real bond there and you know i you know we've talked about that so many times but I, I think it's the biggest revelation for us going into the playoffs because we just didn't know it we never saw that side of them we didn't see them celebrate we didn't see how close they were and i do think you said it before i think that road trip to end the season into the playoffs kind of galvanized it and really brought them together and us against the world kind of thing and you see it i mean like when Schwarber's home run and he does the run through the dugout and they all do the hat tap in the helmet they like it's just, it's what we always wanted, Jack. It's a team that's freaking having a blast playing with each other and like looks fun and has fun and is like, just got it, man. They freaking have it. And you mentioned in passing, but, but not enough credit. Like CBP mattered again. There's a reason yep. they're four and oh at home. There's a reason they're four at own home. If this exact game plays out in San Diego, like I trust this team, like maybe they win it, but I'm not sure they win it. This game at CBP, like to your point, the crowd gave them life. It gave them energy. They wanted to succeed in front of them. And they're 4-0 at home for a reason. They put up a 10 spot, a 9 spot, and an 8 spot, and three other four games at home, Jack. Like, the offense has been the best version of it we've ever seen when they're playing at Citizens Bank Park in the playoffs. And what's so funny is that I, I genuinely felt that at the end of the year, they needed to get away from Citizens Bank Park. Like, I felt like they needed Set to get it on the pod. I felt like they needed to get away from Citizens mm-hmm. Bank Park because it felt like a place where they were like, 
they are tense and and any little thing that goes wrong in a regular season game the crowd even though there was like maybe 18,000 people there um would be like what's going on we're gonna collapse again you guys are gonna do it again you're gonna let us down again um and then getting away from citizens bank park going on the road trip spending 18 days on the road together um and 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 really being able to come together as a group and galvanize and and say i you go on the road for that long you're in hotels you're going out to dinner together if you can't come together during that, then you're just not, you have the wrong mix of guys. But what we've seen since that road trip is a team that, that has come together and that has figured out how to win together. And that is um, starting to take over baseball games. And when they returned home, you know, this city had waited 11 years for that. And a successful postseason um, after they beat the Cardinals was just like, I, really before the Cardinals series, a, a successful postseason before the Cardinals series was, just get us a home playoff game. That's all we care about. We want to have that feeling again. Um, but what they were greeted with was 46,000 people just melting down about baseball and melting down with every pitch in a positive way. And that's something that this team just hasn't felt before. This team hasn't felt this city being like, no, nah, you're our guys and, and we trust you and we love you because for the last five years, it's been, you're going to let us down. You always let us down. You guys don't have it. And I don't think they were ready for the reaction that they got. And what they got was a city ready to party like it's 2008 again. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was funny. You know, they would win a game at home and be like, ah, 08, 08, 08. It's like, well, relax. Like, 08 had a lot of stuff, a lot of special, you know, a lot of uh, special moments and a lot of, um, you know, just like that. Our like, guys, like, all that. Yeah, a lot of our guys. And since then, it's been like, wow, they are our guys. They have arrived. They've had special moments. We've had big homers at CBP. It has been a difference-making ballpark that just doesn't always happen. It doesn't always happen like this, James. You know, we've seen so many teams just play poorly in front of their home crowd because it gets tight. But what this fan base and this team has let this team go do is be themselves, let loose and have fun at Citizens Bank Park and let us party. It's, it's the best home field advantage I've ever seen in baseball. I know I keep saying it, but it's true. I can't believe it. Like you see these videos, you see people tweeting, like it's shaking and it is, it's like the building is shaking. It is Again, it's unlike anything I've ever seen watching baseball in my life. And I, I really feel that way. And for those guys to take advantage of it, because, you know, we deserve credit. Like we've talked about, the fans have just freaking brought it. And the 11 years has mattered and it's been special and we felt it. But, you know, those guys had to do their part too, right? Like they had to make it a party. They had to respond to us and come through and get big hits and, and, feed off the emotion all that and and they have man and it's like again like it's this whole thing is a dream jack it's i i i i it's it's all happened so fast and it's like yep. we again we talked about it, but like three weeks ago in a day nick Maytom was pitching in a 13 to 4 game and we hated them and now there are it's like 
again, one of my favorite teams of my life, literally in all sports, all the sports I've ever loved in my lifetime. This is like top tier favorite. And it is funny because we talk about our guys and I think, you know, 08 was special because, you know, of 07 and, and Jimmy being here and Chase being here and those guys coming up. But I think what we didn't realize with this group and why it feels so special now is that we lost with them and we were frustrated with them and we wanted more out of them. It's almost like a parent being like, you know, you're better than this. Like, don't be a bad kid. You know, I want more out of you as my child to be a better child, a better person. Like, it feels like we've been waiting so long for these guys to, to give us more and give us what we wanted. And now seeing them do it, it's almost like I'm that much more proud of them, Jack. Like, I feel, I feel such pride with this team that I, I never expected to feel. I'm, I'm so proud of what these guys have done after what they've been through and what we've been through the last, you know, 11 years, but really this group, like the last five years, four years, three years, like all these guys together, like it really has made it more special. I feel like seeing them lose and seeing and going through it with them has made them succeeding feel that much more special. Yeah, I think I think it's just human, right? It, it's it's human. I don't know why I answered that like uh, Reese and Bryce do. Like I, I said, <laughs> you know, where it's like because there know, are it's guys, human. man. Like it's human, right? Um, but you know, they have been so disappointing, yep. and and granted, like those teams weren't that good. You know, like I think we overrated what those teams were. Um, you know, them not making the postseason in 2020 was a little much. Um, but yeah, not winning two of your last eight, yeah, you can say that. Yep. Um, and, you know, like 2018, team wasn't very good. 19, same thing. 20, they probably should have made it. And last year's team was fine. But like, you know, I think we we put a lot of pressure on them for a team that wasn't built the right way. Um, and now they're they're here and. You know, they have had to hear, especially like, you know, Reese has heard a lot of criticism. Uh, mm-hmm. Nolan's heard a lot of criticism. Bryce, not really here, but nationally, you know, you hear, oh, well, the Nationals won when he left. And totally, um, you know, they, they were better without him. Um, you know, Schwarber's heard criticism. Oh, you can't, you know, you're 212 hitter that strikes out all the time. Yeah. Well, that guy's the most productive 212 hitter I've seen in my life. Um, By Brandon far. Marsh. Like Brandon Marsh, you're a you're a bus prospect that I can't believe we're trading Logan O'Hoppy for. It's like, well, guess what? That guy stabilized center field. Alec Bohm can't play third base. And, you know, he bleeping hates this place. He's not, you know, tough enough to to last in Philadelphia. Meanwhile, he's turned into like a folk hero here. A big hit last night. Tonight, um, you know, had a nice defensive play late in the game that was big. Bryson Stott comes up as six for 66, I believe, to start his uh, major league career and is not looked at as a um, maybe can't play shortstop long term. Doesn't hit for much power, but comes through with big hit, big hit. Gene Segura, um, you know, uh, the the longest streak in major league baseball without um, making the postseason and not viewed as a winning player. And there's a reason why he's been on five teams in five years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, now he's ours and he's our guy. And that's our guy, Gene Segura, um, whom I love. Um, Reese Hoskins just never comes through, is a loser, yada, yada, yada. Two homers tonight. Two homers from Reese. Two homers. 
Reese Hoskins just hit two. Like for as much as unbelievable as as, as what Bryce is doing right now, Reese Bleep and Hoskins just hit two homers in an LCS game. What are what are we doing? And and real quick, that second one, because because it's one thing to get down four nothing in the first inning, especially after you know they just did the uh, it just went the other way and it was like a challenge. Another thing to catch up and tie the game, and then have one Soto to two run homer. Like talk about yeah. demoralizing. Talk about like like just ripping your guts out and for Reese to, to, to the next inning to get up there and do that. Like that was big. That was a big time moment. Yeah. And and I'm pretty sure I did this last night and I feel like I'm redoing the same thing, but I kind of, I feel like Jason Kelsey on the, uh, I know what well, it was. It was the whole team. That's what it was, yeah. but it is dude. Like for as much as Kelsey speech, this Kelsey speech that like this whole team, has just had these moments where it's like, not it. He's not it. He's not the guy. They, they can't win with him. This whole, and, and, and individual players aside, this whole Phillies thing was lumped into one thing of they can't get the job done. They're not good enough. They're, they're, this, they're this, they're that. And what they've done is they've turned into a juggernaut. I mean, what a, what like what did we watch tonight, James? What did we I watch know, dude, tonight, dude? They're eight and two in the playoffs. Like they have, just, like they're eight and two. They haven't lost a home they're, game. They're four and zero at home. Like and not just four and zero at home. They they've won nine one eight three four two and ten six. Like they have like dominated at home again. They're eight and two, man. They're eight and two in the playoffs. Like they, that's road. It's not. Jack, we don't even get like eight and two stretches. Like, how many eight and two stretches have we had the last five years? Right? Like, we had more this year than most, but like the four years prior, what are we like three eight and two? Like that that alone never happened. Now they're doing well, we went through. We went through a whole season where they didn't win more than five games in a row. They, no, four. We four? went through a season where they win more than four in a row. No, that can't be. Yeah, dude. for real. That can't be possible. That yeah. can't be possible. Yep. Um, man, I. <laughs> what are we doing, buddy? I don't know. Oh, I keep like I'm. This is like. And by the way, I'm by emotional. The way, I know it's hard not to be. It's so funny that you know, you and I are at a wedding tonight. Um, shout out to battle. Shout out. And to um, you know, I was like, oh, <laughs> this sucks. Like, we're not going to watch the game. And I was like, oh, let me just bring it up on my phone. It and amazing. it's like, it's like you, me, and like six random people who I've never met before in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, just I'm walk like, up. They're like, oh, Philly's game. Like huddling around like this little thing. I mean, this isn't yeah, like a big a phone or anything. Um, and we're just like huddling around <laughs> and, and, you know, watching the Phils play a postseason game. And, um, you know, I kind of feel bad about the gatekeeping thing that we did, did uh, that I did a podcast ago. Um, but it was just, it was so fun that like these, these people were just like, wow, what a team, like they're going to come back, like living and dying with every pitch. And like, are they going to do it? Are they going to come through? Are they going to be our guys? And, and they did, you know, I mean, we left when it was four, three, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, shout out to us. And, like, and I got home when it was four three, by the way, too. Like, which and is my, hilarious. And, and my Wi-Fi and 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 TV didn't work from the third through sixth <laughs> inning, so that was also <laughs> phenomenal. 
And there was a point where I was like, oh, great. The Phillies are going to have a massive comeback win, and my Wi-Fi is going to work well enough to uh, to do a live podcast after last night was such a hit. Um, but here we are. So everything works out great because the Phillies are hot. And when the Phillies are hot, everything's great and life is great. Um, and again, like I as as and again, I apologize for like the 40th time. Sorry about my voice. But in all honesty, there was no voice this morning. Again, I texted Jack panicked. I was like, we're not going to be able to do a pod tonight. Like, sorry, it's not happening. Jack filled in for me on the radio show today. Like, I, I can't talk, but we're here, buddy. And there are words coming out of my mouth. They might not sound great, but they're freaking coming out of my mouth because the Phillies are one win away from the World Series. Yeah. And I believe I uh, saw your text and was like, ah, he'll be fine. You know, because I, I never doubted you. I never doubted you one bit. I was like, it'll be all right. Because, oh, like, I just, I can't envision you not having a voice. You know what I mean? Like, when I hear yeah. you talk, I'm like, this guy's addicted to talking. Uh, it's um, the first time it's ever happened to me. I've never lost my voice before in my life. So, we'll talk about dynamic timing. I mean, we'll listen about, to my voice yeah. right now. Like, just like, listen great. To this. No, you sound it's, great. It's, it's, it's you sound perfect. like a passionate. People, people passionate. hate my voice already. Like, I already get enough hate from people about my but, voice. I'm sure now it's going to be like next level. But this is raspier. So maybe yeah. it's like wow, yeah, it's a that's good point. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, no one can no one can't say that I freaking went for it and that I showed up. All right. Well, especially with the I yo. showed up. Especially with the yo, yo killed it. I told well, Emily too. I was doing like whisper yo's for Emily. I was like, I'm gonna do it like yo. And then I got here and I was like, Yeah, I was like, I can't do that. Like the one went away from the World Series, like. It is what it is. Like, I got to oh, go for and it. Speaking of the wedding, real quick, um, just would like to address this and get this out of the way because I feel like if I don't, you know, my, my whole reputation will mm-hmm. be tarnished um, on this podcast and as an uh, uh, upstanding member of society. Uh, but I believe there was a video posted mm-hmm. from James Delta's Twitter account that showed, that showed me possibly using an F-bomb. Um, it's not true. Uh, oh. We don't we don't curse See, on this podcast. Yes, I've never yes. used an f bomb before. Yes, grow up. All right, here's my <laughs> here's my response to everyone. Grow up. We curse. Everyone curses. You're welcome. That Jack is so freaking diligent about caring about kids listening to this podcast with their parents that we don't curse. If it were up to me. I would just drop F-bombs on this pod. So we were at a wedding. We didn't know that that our boss's wife was videotaping us. And the video was too good not to put up. So suck it. Once again, I don't echo James' sentiment. <laughs> I, have never, I am not a cursor. Not yep. a cursor. Yep. Um, and sorry, Mom. Awesome. But, but when Bryce Harper hits a ball into the gap in the first inning to, to make four... <laughs> What four one four one? No, that was that was at four three because Hoskins hit the homer. Yeah, it was yeah, four one to make it four three or no four two to make it. It was four, four three. two four three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, eh, it's cause for celebration, buddy. What a win, man! Like what, what a, a freaking win! Like the 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 most magical win of. I mean, I guess not. The, well, probably the St. Louis one, but still, it's like right there with in terms of like those are only two real like come from my wins the the st louis game one and, and this one you know what that game reminded me of is uh, uh by the end you know obviously the first little bit of it was stressful um but it reminded me of the blanton home run game oh, where it was like you know they just kind of dominated and 
there was never really a moment where I felt like they were going to lose the game. But there was there was many times in the World Series where I was like, well, they're going to lose this, they're going to lose this, they're going to lose that. Um, but the Blanton home run game, it was like, no, nah, they got it. They got it. And it's just wild that we're sitting here, again, one win away from going to the World Series, um, with this feeling of, no, nah, they got it. You know, like they're going to get the job it's, done. It, Jack, it's the strangest thing of this whole thing. It's the weirdest part of it all. I haven't tweeted feels like a loss once. And, and that's, that's the biggest shock of this whole thing. I know. It's unbelievable. It is. Like, all right. Uh, take bag it up. You're out of but, you're you're out of voice. You have no, yeah, you have no I, voice I, left. I mean, I'm still going. I'm here, but you know, I, if we're being honest, I think people probably enjoy listening to your voice more than my voice right now. If we're gonna be real, no, I think I think you got the city. Um, <laughs> this is my house. Yes. Um. By the way, before I get, before I do take bag, um, you and I tomorrow will be at CBP for what could be a clincher, buddy. What well, could be a freaking clincher with our guy, Zach Wheeler on the mound. Um, I would be remiss. I'm not a guy that, that lies to you or lies to our listeners or our, our newfound YouTube and Twitter community that, is, that are watching this podcast. <laughs> which I mean, we're starting to add to the people that we can't lie to. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like it's like, wow, we, we really, really, really can't lie to people. Well, um, if you're a high hopes listener, new or old, we don't lie to you. That's just our rule. So well, we you know, it doesn't matter how long you've been here. So so I'm just saying that it would be classic Phillies to lose tomorrow. Like <laughs> like I I am dying for them to win. I think they'll win. I would love it. I'm just saying there's a re- like this is what they do. Now at the same time, like this is not them. This is not them exactly. anymore. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So this is not the same team. This is a different experience that we're watching right now. But I'm just saying the Phils lose this game tomorrow. Now, I don't think that'll happen. I'm ecstatic. I'll be dying. I can't wait. Um, and Zach Wheeler, I, I, I just I just have visions of Doc Day. I don't think I'll go nine, but I have visions of Doc Day. And even if he doesn't, first thing I'm going to take back here, buddy, is um, didn't have to use Sir Anthony tonight and uh-huh. didn't have to use Alvarado tonight, which is just massive. So that you – so Wheeler goes seven tomorrow, and then you hand it off to Alvarado and Sir Anthony, and it's just blouses. Game over. Done. Um, that's the dream. That's the dream. If Wheeler doesn't want to go complete game shoddy like I, I envision him, <laughs> that's fine. But if he goes seven and then you hand it off to Alvarado and hand it off to to uh, to to Sir Anthony Dominguez, sorry, got ahead of myself with Robertson being back. He's good tonight, though. Hey, he's good tonight. Shout out to David. Yep. Um, that's massive. And you talk about uh, Rob Thompson. I mean, Rob Thompson, obviously his players have to show up. But the fact that he navigated this game, they won this game 10 6 without having to use those guys is just, it's just next level. I mean, next level. So shout out to Topper. Another, I mean, he, he navigated a game in which his starter didn't get out of the first inning yeah. and, and they won. That's, and that's I don't even, and like there were spots where like I definitely disagreed. Like I would have started that inning with Syndergaard instead of Brad Hand, like for sure. I know Soto was coming up, but like 
let Syndergaard go a couple. He's been good. I would have started. We talked about this in the pod last night. Like we both would have started Syndergaard in the game today. And guess what? We were right. Like I, I'm, I, I don't know that Syndergaard doesn't give up four in the first, but I feel pretty confident he doesn't give up four in the first. So, and, hey, by the way, shout out to our guy, Connor Brogdon, threw his back. He looked, what, that was a big two and a third. Like, I know he gave up the inherited runner, but, like, for him to come in in that spot and give you those innings, to your point, to be able to navigate that game through, like, the innings Brogdon game were, like, so freaking important. Oh, there it is. Number <laughs> Another middle of life for a Phil's win. Um, yeah, the Brogdon innings were massive tonight. Um, and and good for him, man. Like, yeah, Brogdon's one of those guys that I look at and I'm like, dude, you could be so good. I like I legitimately think Brogdon could be a top four arm in this bullpen. When he's on, he's freaking unhittable, dude. When he's, he's on, he's unhittable. I mean, yeah. he just he just like mowed through the top of the lineup tonight. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude. Just do that all the time. I know that sounds like very simplistic, but man, like your stuff is is legitimate. So um obviously pulling for him. Um yeah, Brad Hand. It you know, I don't love that the the Brad Hand ERA regression is happening in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Um because dude, him pitching to like a two five ERA this year was like maybe the most fluky thing I've seen in my entire life Without as a, a baseball doubt. fan. Um, because he's just not that good. Um, do not appreciate. And he gave up like a zillion inherited runners. Like I don't know what the number is, but I think it's probably somewhere between a trillion and a zillion. I don't know. Just terrible. Just terrible. Um, I again, no idea how he throws strikes. When I'm looking at like mechanics and mechanically breaking down stuff, it's like, dude, what do you even do, man? Feels like it's all arm. It feels like it's all arm. It's like, what are you doing? You just stand there and throw the ball. Um. Yeah, I don't have. Oh, all right. So, uh, D Rob, first off, um, one like that curveball is something that I hope he uses more going forward. I thought that's like a uh, a pitch that I like a lot that I felt like he didn't really use a lot. So, him getting back and 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 factoring into the back end of this bullpen, which already has Sir Anthony, which already has Alvarado, which has Eflin, and then having Robertson being that extra guy, it's just it just adds to the um the upside of the, of the back end of the bullpen. So hopefully he's back. We're monitoring that situation. Don't want to say he's fully back, but definitely one to watch for. But and, to your um, point, Jack, real quick, if he is back, like that really is massive, you know, as you know, especially if you're, you know, if they can finish this out and go to the world series, like you're facing a damn good Astros team. Like, you need guys, you know, you Sir Anthony Alvarado can't pitch every freaking game. Like you need another guy that you can trust late in games. And Eflin is, has looked better, but you know, Robertson's pitching way more big games than any of those guys. If he can like be back, it, it really is the kind of thing that could, could help them win it. You know, has it said in yet that we could, <laughs> we, we could get a world series game. No, Bank Park no, no, I, I dude, Jack, like we we could have a parade here in two weeks. Like again, and look, the Astros are a freaking serious test. Like we'll yeah. get there when we get there. They still have to win tomorrow or win one of these next three. Like we'll get there when we get there. But like we are by no means looking past the Astros. But you know they're pretty close to being one of the last two teams left in the 2022 season. Like we could have a parade in two weeks, man. Like. I, it feels like we're living in an alternate reality. Well, 
no one has mastered the art of losing podcasts quite like us. You know, I would say there's there's it's our ethos. Yeah, it's what yep. we do. Just soul crushing losses. Just absolute soul crushers. For this to be happening now, I just I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe that we are one win away um, from the World Series. <laughs> and let's say they clinch tomorrow. If they clinch tomorrow, insane. Um, James and I will be on WIP after the game, just relishing in it. You know, I do. I wish I was downtown. You know, with our people, because um, I know they're going to rust the streets tomorrow if they mm-hmm. if they make the World Series. I would be very happy. But um, we'll be on WIP tomorrow, and we'll be uh, hopefully relishing in what a beautiful Sunday is. Listen um, to us while you're relishing, like while you're climbing yes. poles and stuff. Have us yes. in your earbuds and all that. Yes, yes, and maybe I'll climb a pole. Who knows? Uh, I'll just you know. <laughs> I doubt that. I don't think I'll get up very high. Nope. Um, nope. And and final thing in the take bag is I just want everyone to know that wasn't the Schwarber homer. I'm just I, telling you. Just telling you, it was big. It was a it was a monster shot. It's not it. We got I one more. It. It's gonna happen. We got one more Schwar bomb that is gonna be wow. What a bomb. Um, that's not it. So, you know, keep waiting for it. Hopefully we get one in the world series, but buddy, we sit here tonight slash this morning. Um, and later this afternoon, we have Zach. We learn the mound with a chance to pitch this team into the freaking world series, the world series. Our this ace. is not our ace in the wild card. This is not making the wild card. This is not winning the division. We have a chance to go to the bleeping World Series tomorrow slash today. I can't believe it, man. I, I cannot, cannot believe it. It would only be the fourth time I've seen it. Like, I'm 41, as you like to say, 50, whatever. I sound like I'm 101 today. Like, this doesn't happen, Jack. Like, as a 41-year-old with a lot of life experience, my life experience tells me the Phillies don't go to the World Series. Like, it's just a part of my life. And and for it to just happen so unexpectedly like this and for them to just go on this magical run, it's just been... I, I'm speechless, man. Like, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened. It's the coolest thing that's ever happened in my career. I've been in this... I've been... I started in radio... I, in 2012 this is the single coolest thing that's ever happened to me like this is i'm so grateful that i get to sit here and talk to you about a real great phillies team that's on the verge of the world series like i i never thought we'd do it buddy i never thought we'd do it nope but we're not done yet because tomorrow we get a nice hopefully meltdown uh celebration at citizens bank park with uh dancing on my own playing all through uh all through the ballpark and those guys celebrating and uh man we're so close we're so close jack here's what i want to hear tomorrow night at the end of the night when i'm home and i'm sitting and i'm watching stuff on my phones and that's what's going to be happening i want to hear these words how many more jt four more topper that's what i want to freaking hear tomorrow night that's what i want to hear tomorrow night do it here. 
do it here. Don't send us back to San Diego. And like we said at the beginning of the podcast, I have a very tough time seeing the San Diego Padres excited to come into Citizens Bank Park tomorrow. <laughs> I think they are sick and tired of this place. I think they don't want to be here anymore. I think they're ready to go home. Apparently, Doug, uh, Bob Melvin, or whatever his name is, um, you got you got a little uh, a little annoyed with Jim Salisbury post game, um, asking about how this place is different. Make them feel it. End it tomorrow. It's Wheeler Day. Don't get on the plane. Do not get on the plane. End it tomorrow, and let's have a freaking party. End it tomorrow, and we'll talk to you from that party. He's Fred some seltzer. <laughs> <laughs>